um, it's still kind of out there, and it's still kind of about the gifts, and it's still kind of a, like a system. It's kind of like, like I was like seriously, like, to be honest, I was like I was afraid of it. Like I, I believed in the Holy Spirit, but I was kind of, um, I guess I was just overall kind of afraid because I like I'd heard like you had to pray a prayer, and then he came, and I felt like I'd prayed that before, but nothing had ever happened. So I was kind of like I was scared. I was like, what if I prayed again and nothing happens? Like what is? It was kind of it was almost, it was more of a system, and the system kind of scared me away because I was it was like you pray the prayer and then he comes, and that was the system, and his. Um, it wasn't really a relationship, so that's kind of that's where it started. Kind of like it was really it was foreign to me, and it was really yeah, it just really scared me off. I think in a big way because well, it didn't scare me off, but it just kind of scared me in general because like I was desperate. I wanted to know Jesus. I wanted to know him more, and I wanted everything that God had to give. And I knew the Holy Spirit was part of that, but I just didn't know. Um, like I didn't, I didn't know how to. I thought I, I thought maybe if I prayed the prayer, like He wouldn't come. Like maybe maybe I'd pray for the Holy Spirit to come, and it wouldn't like like it's nothing ever happened because I did pray it a couple times. Um, but it was, yeah, like I said, it's more of a system. It's more of a like he was out there, and I guess like I'm supposed to do this, and then this thing will happen, and then that's the Holy Spirit, and then you started praying in tongues and stuff like that, and that's kind of it. And so I guess that's kind of how that's how I was like for um, yeah for like a lot of last summer, going into next fall or last fall. Um, and then I had a roommate who gave me uh, or told me about hey, Bozio. You guys know Bo? I don't know if he's here, <laughs> but um, um, yeah, he told me to read. Um, Good Morning Holy Spirit by Benny Hinn. You guys probably heard that too. Yeah, um, so that's kind of where I started reading that. And, um, yeah, I mean, that really just kind of threw me for a loop. That really, like, it really, it messed with me because, I mean, basically to break it all down, like, it messed with my theology because, like, Benny Hinn would spend time just sitting with the Holy Spirit and just loving on the Holy Spirit and knowing Him. And I was, like, that scared me because I, like, I'd give my whole life to loving Jesus. Like, He revealed Himself to me as, like, loving me. I just gave my whole life to loving Him. And it scared me because I said, like, I gave my life to loving Jesus. Like, now, how does the Holy Spirit fit into this? Like, am I supposed to give my life to loving the Holy Spirit? And like, it was it was weird. It was, a lot of it was in my head and stuff. But I mean, it just it really scared me. Like this thing of actually having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, it just it really. That's kind of where I was at for a while. So I was just kind of um, I was kind of scared. I knew that it was real because I knew that it was more than I knew it was all about a relationship. I knew that the Holy Spirit just wanted a relationship, and I knew that's what He wanted. And I, cause, like because God had revealed Himself to me as wanting a relationship. And so when the Holy Spirit came like saying that I want a relationship like that was it just made sense because that's how God revealed himself to me but at the same time I was really scared of it because I didn't know what to do with it I was like what is this all about <laughs> I mean I was kind of yeah I was really scared about it because this, this thing of having a relationship with the Holy Spirit was completely new like the Holy Spirit like he helped us with sin and stuff and he helped us like not do stuff and he helped us and he's there like I knew that I mean the Bible says like he's with us and he helps us yeah. but um and it gives us he like, allows us to use the gifts of the Spirit but I didn't like I didn't really um I guess I never really, I never really thought about like, having a relationship with him. So when he kind of when he came to me in that way, <clears throat> or when he kind of revealed himself to me in that way through that book, like it really it threw me off. And like I said, I knew it was right, but for there was for quite a while, um, it was yeah. There was a while where I was just kind of kind of in a place of um, kind of I guess yeah, kind of scared off by that. I knew it was real, and I knew I was chasing it down. I knew that's what I wanted, but at the same time, I was kind of scared of it. So, um, but just over time, like you just. He kept working on my heart. There's some things like I was afraid, like, like how does the Trinity work and all this? Like, how is, because it's three and one, and I was like, I mean, a lot of this stuff is just up in your head that like the Holy Spirit will come and like he'll make it, it will, it'll work in your heart, but it probably never work in your head completely. So, it's yeah. Like, so yeah. <laughs> so it was stuff like that. It was like theological stuff, and it was stuff like, yeah, like, like I've given my life to loving Jesus. Like, how do I do this? Um, but like over time, he just kind of worked on me, <clears throat> and then it just kind of became more and more normal. Um, like I said, like it was completely him. Like he was the one who came 
And he was the one who, who chased me down and all this. Like, he was the one who, who changed my heart. It wasn't me at all. It was completely him. Um, and so, yeah, like, this spring, I listened to... Actually, it was probably on February. Um, I was just listening to a message by Craig Kinsley. Um, a friend had sent me, like, sent me a text message saying, like, go to this website and watch this or listen to this message. And so I did, and it was on, like, the person of the Holy Spirit and having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, and just kind of, like, because of the time or because of the place I was at my relationship with Him and my walk with... God, it was kind of a time of um, a little more desperation, and and so like when he gave this message, I knew that like this is what I this is what I want, this is what I need, and so I kind of just said, okay, like here I am, like I want this, I want to have a relationship, I want to know you, and um, I remember like he made himself so real, and it was like I almost remember like him like walking in the room, and it was like something completely new to me. It was like <laughs> I mean, it was like like finally I was like this is it, like this is what he wants, like he just wants to have a relationship. This is what it's always been about. Like it's never been about this thing of a system. It's always been about like a relationship. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean that was kind of the turning point where he said like this is it. Like this is like it is a relationship. And um, I guess yeah. So since then it's been. I mean, I, like I'm still like I'm still completely new in this journey, guys. Like I'm not I'm not like a, any like superhero. Like I know I have to solve down. Like I'm just completely really walking with the relationship. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's like the biggest thing. Is that he just wants to get that across to like, um, yeah, <clears throat> any like any weird stuff that's been put up, any if, if you've seen it, maybe he's like a mysterious, um, yeah, like a really mysterious person, or like um, if he's been like super spiritual or super out there, or no matter what, I think he just wants to reveal himself. Is that is that he loves you guys and he wants like he just wants to know you guys, and it's all about just that relationship. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, and it's, um, I mean, like it says in James 4, 5, it says that, um, like, he yearns jealously over us. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like that, that's his, that's his heart, that's who he is. Um, yeah, he just, like, that's, that's who he is. He's someone who, who yearns jealously over us. And, um, and the gifts of the Spirit, maybe, like, maybe the gifts of the Spirit have been kind of weird to you. I feel like one thing he kind of just became clear is that the gifts of the Spirit, are the Holy Spirit. Like, prophecy is just the heart of the Holy Spirit. It's His heart being made manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, healing is just, like, it's the Holy Spirit. It's His compassion. It's His love being manifest in the world. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And tongues is just His desire to commune with us on a deep level. That's what I mean, that's what tongues really is. It's not a... None of these things are, are separate from Him. They are Him. Like, they are the Holy Spirit when He comes to us. Like, the, like when He comes to you, you get everything. Like, it's, it is it is Him. It's not like we're have, like, using these, like, special gifts. Like, these are the Holy Spirit. Like these are the Holy Spirit coming to us and like showing Himself to us and um, just wanting to love on us and like work through us. So it's not. Um, I feel like maybe like if there's been people who've kind of been scared by maybe the gifts of the Spirit, like it's all it is. It's the Holy Spirit coming to us and wanting to work through us and wanting to like wanting to love on people, love on the world through us, just wanting to like reveal Himself to us. Like it is the Holy Spirit. The gifts of the Spirit are the Holy Spirit. They're not things that we get scared off by or things that super spiritual people use or people, but things that. The Holy Spirit, who who is desperately wanting to come near to us, like He's the one chasing us down, the, like things that He gives us, and um, yeah. And I mean, just during worship too, I felt like um, like He wants us to know His faithfulness too. Like so often, I feel like even me, like throughout the day, like we just like I turn away from Him, or like He tells me to do something, I just don't do it. Um, completely unfaithful to Him, like do all the stuff, and like pretty much like just spit in His face, and He's just there, like saying like I love you, and that's all He does. Like yes, He's so faithful. Jesus. Like, we reject him, like, all day long. Yes. And, like, even we, like, we forget to acknowledge his presence being there. And, like, throughout all that, like, he doesn't even care. He just says, I love you. That's all I want you to know. That's like, right. he doesn't even care. He doesn't care that we've, like, run away from him or been afraid of him or, um, like, he's been misused in the church or, 
Like, he doesn't care about that stuff. He just, like, he just loves us, and that's all he wants us to know. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of, yeah, I feel like, yeah, he just wants to keep it simple. <laughs> that's what it is. I feel like there's, yeah, I mean, if there's anyone that's had any weird, or any, like, things maybe been scared off by the Holy Spirit or anything like that, I've never, um, never fully known him or never fully known what it's all about. Just, yeah, he just wants you to know that what, what it's all about is a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's all that it's all about, nothing else. If there's anything else weird that's been, um, that's been maybe you've been hurt or you've been scared off by, like that's, he just wants you to know that that's what it's all about. It's all about just a, just a relationship, just to know him. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, like, yeah. It's kind of, if I want to come up, I don't want to talk too much. Yeah. It's good. What do you like about this? Real? Real. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> From experience. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real person's story. It's not a textbook. No, I didn't read this, did you? didn't have an MDF. Yes, works. He didn't graduate from seminary. A+. Keeps his GPA up. I like that it's still, like you said, it's not something that it's new for him. Like, yeah. We can have it, and it's a growing process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the way he said that, that, that he's a beginner. Just getting started. I like how you talk about the Holy Spirit being a person and not a, yeah, that pulls around. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, raise your hand if, if, uh, you can identify with his testimony at this point, and you have found yourself either baffled or confused or afraid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. So let, uh, if you have questions tonight, feel free to ask them. We'll even take dumb ones. <laughs> I just want to say one more thing, like when you're saying you're a beginner, I think that's such a beautiful place that God like calls you to be, and I think we all need to be beginners, no matter if we've been in the Holy Spirit 10 years or 50 years or whatever, we always have to come to that place of humbleness, of childlikeness, and, and that's so beautiful, and keep that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love what Severe, the Norwegian, said about that. He said... Oh, we child-proof things. We child we childproofed our cupboards when the kids started coming. Christianity, we adult-proof things <laughs> because adults, no adults are allowed. Jesus said, unless you come like a little child, you won't even get near the kingdom of heaven. And so we need adult-proof <laughs> cupboards and toys. <laughs> Andy, where do you feel your relationship is going because of what you've experienced, your relationship with God? Um, I mean, the biggest thing is just more real. Like before, it's kind of like I wanted to know the Holy Spirit, and I wanted like because the God is three persons. He's the Holy Spirit, and He's our Dad, and He's also Jesus. And I mean, it's kind of weird before because it's kind of like like we talked about the Holy Spirit, but I, I kind of felt distant from Him. It's kind of a um, it was a weird thing, and it was kind of like. 
I guess, I guess the basin just kind of scared me away. Like, I didn't know what to do about it. Like, I wanted to draw close to God, but I didn't really know what to do with the Holy Spirit thing. And so I just kind of didn't, like, I just didn't address it. That was how I addressed it, <laughs> by not addressing it. So, um, I mean, it's just really cool because, like, just to know that God is about relationships. And that's, I think that's one of the biggest things. Is, like, it's just so cool to see that, like, He is all about relationships. And that's, like, it's drawn me closer to Him that way. Like, so much closer. And it's just, like, the Holy Spirit, like, can be your best friend. Like, <laughs> There's times where, like, I just, like, there's times where I feel distant, but there's also times where it's like, wow, like, you are my best friend, like, you're right here with me, Amen. and you are Jesus, and you are my dad, and you're everything, but you're also the Holy Spirit, and so I think that's the biggest thing, and also, like, I mean, the Holy Spirit, like, reveals Jesus, like, he reveals who Jesus is, mm-hmm. and, um, like, when we know the Holy Spirit, we can talk to him, like, we can have conversations all day, just about what's going on in our life, and you can tell, like, anyone, I think that's another thing, too, like, anyone... Anyone's a Christian has the Holy Spirit in them. I think that's the only thing you know right. that. Like you're not. There's no like. There's no clubs for people who have the Holy Spirit and don't have the Holy Spirit. Right. Right. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone has the Holy Spirit. It's just that he wants to know you. Maybe you've never known the Holy Spirit. And that's. That's the only difference is that he wants. Like he wants to know you. God's not worried. God's not what? Worried. That's for sure. True. My mentor once said that. If you think of the joy of the closest relationships you have, then think of the potential for someone who lives inside of you, who knows you perfectly, who loves you beyond any human being. The potential for that relationship is off the charts. You can develop such an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, and it's deeply, deeply satisfying. And we just touched we just begun. We just yeah. started to enter into that relationship. Yeah. Questions? I guess I can say this, Andy. I know that you're a smart guy, and I know for myself I've kind of had a similar journey, but one of the things I know for me I had to overcome was the weirdness factor of the yeah. gifts of the Spirit. Like, yeah. what... I know the answer for myself, but, like, what was one of the tipping points as far as being able to get oh, over that... Yeah. That weirdness factor of like, um, I don't yeah. know, intellectually I think sometimes we have this like, well, that's kind of weird reaction yeah. and God really has to change our minds on that one. Um, yeah, definitely the biggest thing for me when I was like, when I saw that, like how he wanted to use, like he wants to use prophecy to change people's lives. Like he wants to go out on the street and just prophesy in people's lives and see them change forever. And, like when you like see someone, like after they've prophesied over, they, like they're just completely wrecked and they know that Jesus loves them after mm-hmm. like someone's told them all about their life and they know that Jesus actually cares for them and loves them. Like that's the biggest thing. Like it's no longer weird when you go out there and you see that, like it is, like it is the Holy Spirit's heart. It's just his heart to love on people. And when you see that like prophecy is just like loving on people and it's so normal because it's it's his heart and it's just like hearing from his heart and sharing his heart with people, then it becomes completely normal. Like, completely, it just becomes like it's something you want to do because you want to love on people. And it's like you look forward to being able to prophesy over people because like it's so cool because like and, and like Holy Spirit has so much joy over it too because like he loves to love on people. So then you like get out there and it's like so exciting because Holy Spirit loves it and you love it and it's a good time. <laughs> and Jesus loves it and everyone's there and it's a party. Are you going out on Friday night? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I knew he would because he was with us when the Norwegians were here and he went out with us a lot. So Yeah. And I'm just starting with that too, I should say. Like I'm not like prophesying, like I'm just starting, like I'm not a prophet by any means. I can't even, like a lot of times I'm not pretty good at hearing from God, but it's just like, it's a thing of like, if you try, like he'll use it every single time. And you'll like, if you just love people and you just like say, look at them and say what you think is on God's heart, like that's, it's going to be awesome. So, Do you need a beard prophesying? Um, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Other questions? Beard, We do not want to be a non-profit association here. We want to be for-profit. I Real loud. Along with the weirdness factor, um, Clint gave me a really awesome word when I was first walking in this stuff of the Spirit. And I would get really uncomfortable with people manifesting the Spirit, what you want to call it. That's it. You know, people getting really excited and, and falling or anything. And I would get very uncomfortable and feel like I must... I bet I must not be getting it, or or otherwise I would be doing that too. And but Clint mm-hmm. gave me such a good word. He said, um, "The Holy Spirit doesn't hold <laughs> expectations on you. Yeah. Like he'll 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 relate to you and he'll touch your heart in the way that he wants to." Yeah, I can mm-hmm. Repeat that for the the yeah. crowd out there. Um, uh, big things like maybe. I think Jenna's kind of talking about like people sometimes like they feel like if they're not falling down or if they're not doing something or experiencing something of the Holy Spirit then like there's something wrong with them. Um, and like I was there too. Like I went through like I'm still going through. Like honestly, like, I've never been like slain the Spirit or any of that kind of stuff. Like I've never experienced that kind of stuff. And I think it's completely of God. There's absolutely stuff. I'm not saying it's not because it is. It is God. But every single person here, like, he reveals himself to in a different way. Like some people like they'll Listen. never they'll never experience that because. Like that, because the way he wants to reveal himself to them is completely different than someone else who wants to reveal to them. Right. Wants to reveal to himself to them in a different way. So if you're not experiencing something, a certain thing, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like he, he doesn't look at all your, like, your experiences. Look at your heart. Like you can have all the experiences in the world, but if your heart toward him is, is cold and um, mm-hmm. and refusing to like turning away and like running away from him, not running away from it. If your heart toward him is is tender, it's okay. Like everything, like doesn't matter what you're experiencing. Like experiences have no. Um, they, they don't say anything about who you are in Jesus. Mm-hmm. That was worth taking down, that last sentence. Experiences say nothing about who you are in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. The manifestations are simply that. They're manifestations. They're manifestations of the Holy Spirit. They're manifestations of you. We don't grade them. We watch them and discern. Most of the time they're probably the Lord. Some aren't. No big deal if they aren't. You know, that doesn't disqualify you. The person who probably opened the door more to manifestations of the Spirit in the last 30 years is John Wimber. He said, I have never once had a manifestation of the Spirit in my body. So, what does that say? It doesn't make you more mature, it doesn't make you less mature. If you fall down, no one's going to clap. <laughs> Or if you stay up, you can if you want to. Yeah, that's good. Other questions? Yeah, yeah Jay. Hey, this guy is a good waiter. Karen and I went out. <laughs> hey, how about that tip that you got? Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Huh? I wanted to bless you. If any of you guys want to come into Byerly's, right down the road here, the restaurant. You, I can wait on you, and you can tip me. Awesome. Yes, sir. Hey, I said a question that's hard, like, you said, like, when you accept Christ, you also accept the Holy Spirit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was wondering, like, 
Now, also, I know that a lot of people like get baptized in the Holy Spirit after they get saved. So, like, is it just kind of like the same thing, or like is getting baptized in the Holy Spirit kind of like a waste in that sense, or like how does uh, that like all work? Okay. Yeah, I mean that's something I, like I struggle with too, and sometimes um, I'm scared to say because if I'm wrong, Paul's gonna correct me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the way I see it is like when you like when you um, when you come to know Jesus, like then you, the Holy Spirit does come because uh, like Jesus is the Holy Spirit and He comes and lives inside you and He is inside you. And um, like the biggest like the biggest thing a lot of times the step you take is saying okay like, I want to know You Holy Spirit and and not like saying okay I'm going after You it's saying okay I'm gonna, like You can come after me now and it's okay and that's kind of the, that's like kind of the step you take. And I guess in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, like I guess, like I've never actually like experienced it in my physical body, like a manifestation. Like I just, like never. I mean, it's never happened to me. Um, but like I hear people talk about sometimes, like certain people, like they'll have experiences like that where they someone prays for them and the Holy Spirit just completely, like they feel like electricity going through their body. They have all these different experiences, and afterwards, like they actually have like supernatural, like holiness kind of thing. like it's easy for them. Like they have this character like imparted to them, like they have like a certain character that's almost like given to them through that experience. And I feel like that's kind of what happens a lot of times. Like if people like it's like there's no requirement to have an experience at all. Like if you never like if you had an experience, that's okay. It's like but sometimes like it's certain people. Like I said, like sometimes God wants to reveal Himself to certain people. Like either He'll He'll do something like that, and like like the baptism could be like His love washing through you, and they like they actually know His love like they've never known before. Or else sometimes like they have a new like their character is like completely like, supernaturally like infused to like where they actually have like a new character, like the character of Christ. Um, and also, I guess Paul probably knows way more about the baptism the Spirit than I do, so I'll let you talk more on it. I read recently that, that someone said, well, you can't get more of the Holy Spirit. How can the Holy Spirit be separated like that? But in the book of Acts, they were filled with the Spirit, and a couple chapters later, they were asking for the Holy Spirit. And so... We can ask for more. I was a senior in high school when I knew there was more to the Christian life than what I was living. And I had friends that knew there was more. I remember times of crying myself to sleep because I knew there was more. And for me, that more was the Holy Spirit. And I did not... uh, My dad was a pastor. He's a good pastor. And he must have talked about the Holy Spirit... But I, it, it probably went over my head like you, you said at your church, that you talk about it, but you don't expect it to be personal. And we were at a camp where Alan Hansen, the director of the camp, he was one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, after a friend of mine came back and he had been prayed for to be filled with the Holy Spirit, I went to Pastor Hansen and I said, I would like you to pray for me. And he said, okay, well, let's do that tomorrow. And I was not a pushy guy, but I said, I'd really like you to pray for me tonight. And he said, okay. The adults had all gone to bed, so that was a good thing. And I went around and grabbed as many young people as I could, high school and college. And there were 20 of us that went out by the pool just outside the camp. And he talked to us about the Holy Spirit. And he said, the Holy Spirit is God. Nothing to be afraid of. Holy Spirit wants to come and love you, just like he said. Holy Spirit wants to come and give you gifts. 
Holy Spirit comes and He's in your life right now. But Jesus said, out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Well, I knew the water wasn't flowing. I knew that uh, I tried to be a witness in high school, but I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to connect. I wanted to, but I, I felt powerless. And so I, uh, I had thought people that had the gifts of spirit, especially tongues, I felt they were weird. I felt sorry for them, really. I felt sorry that they needed something to prop up uh, a weak faith. How proud of me. And so 20 of us got together out there and sat down. And he, as he talked, my heart was kind of burning. I, I knew he was speaking truth. And the Bible talks about being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not how you experience it, but taking in faith, God coming to you and becoming personal. Jesus said that if we obey Him, He will come and He'll manifest Himself to us. So He has had manifestations of the Holy Spirit. They're not the manifestations that you might think of, but he He's crazy about Jesus. Well, that's the Holy Spirit that's done this marvelous thing. And so... He, uh, he just started putting his hands on people. And it, he, he said, if you want to speak out, I, when I pray over you, you, you can. And I could hear it. It's like, I felt that we were at Pentecost. And people, I could hear them. And I wanted him to hurry up, because he started the other side. <laughs> and he, he came around. He just said a simple prayer. Pray that you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. That uh, that you will make Jesus Lord of every area of your life and you'll surrender to Him and that uh, God will do a new thing in you. And I knew if I opened my mouth, I'd speak in tongues. Now, that isn't the chief thing. It's just one evidence of the Spirit working in your life. And so I did. I knew most of the kids did. It was a new day. I ran back and woke up my parents and told them what happened. They said, that's wonderful. You know, they didn't turn me off. Sadly, a lot of churches have turned people off who have had some experience of the Holy Spirit. And some of you may need prayer for that because you were afraid because people turned you off. I didn't get turned off. People people embraced it. That was about 45 years ago. I'm more desperate for the Holy Spirit now than I was then. Much more desperate. I want the Holy Spirit more than ever because I need the Holy Spirit every moment of every day. My wife experienced the Holy Spirit when she was She's not feeling it, by the way. I'd like to pray for her. Father, I pray that you would heal Karen. I pray that you would heal her in Jesus' name. Amen. She was reading a book. And it spoke about uh, gifts of the Spirit. And so she just started singing. You know how she sings all the time? That That's how she began. She just began singing. just turned into a language of praise. That was... 30, 35 years ago, singing ever since. So, uh, we want to pray tonight. Just be open. Wherever you are, you need the Holy Spirit. Whether you're a, a new, committed believer like Shannon, or whether you've walked with the Lord for 20 years, we need more of the Holy Spirit wherever we're at. Not something to be afraid of, not something to... You know, to, to say, I don't want this, I want that. I just want whatever. I want to be open. So, we want to pray for that.
to happen tonight. But before we do any more questions, yeah, Bobby? Um, you guys talked about <clears throat> just, you know, just the different manifestations. And how exactly do you tell those that are actually the Holy Spirit apart from those that are not? Good question. <clears throat> Probably, like, the first thing you have to know is, like, you don't have to. I mean, it, like, I mean, sometimes it definitely, if you're leadership position, it's good too, but, like, we're not called to always, like, like, don't feel bad. Like, don't feel like you have to discern everything that happens. Sometimes it's almost easier just to be, like, just be in worship with Jesus, and if something else is going around around you, that's okay. Like, it's just you and Jesus. And then the easiest thing to do sometimes could be just to, to say, okay, like, I don't have to discern this. Like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it's, like, it's, I guess right now it's just me and him kind of thing. But as far as how to, you know, do that, Paul? Yeah. That can be tricky because the, uh, when a group of us from our church in San Pedro went to Toronto where there were many manifestations of the Spirit, we saw things that we had never seen before. We saw people falling out of the chair onto the floor, laughing hysterically, and it was bizarre. <laughs> we saw people who would walk up to the, to the stage, and they'd start walking there, and they never get there. Because they were, they were literally drunk, and they couldn't get there. And it was funny. We were all laughing because they looked funny. We got back, we got back to our hotel room, and there were ten of us there. These were, these were leaders of our church. And we said, so, what do you think? And they said, this is bizarre. And I said, is it of the Lord? All ten of them said, it's the Lord. The Lord is doing that. They could discern, while it was way out of their comfort zone, way out of what they expected, that the Lord was, for some reason, doing that, and they could discern it. Now, you can, we pray together, and we can discern, and the Lord will help us as a group to discern. You have a part in that. Everybody has a part in discerning. The Bible says that do not despise uh, prophetic gifts. Test all things. Hold to what is good. And so we have a responsibility to test. So if somebody falls over and bending over laughing, uh, we, we just Look at it, discern it. Does it does it look like the Lord? Does it does it do we do I sense a freedom, a love, a joy, a peace? Is it the fruit of the spirit? Is it harassing? Is it pushing? Is it the and and the Lord will help us to judge those things. Mm-hmm. Were you gonna say something, Jeff? And even like um, when John Arnott, when John Arnott was here, like he was talking about like when he was in Toronto and stuff, the manifestations and stuff, like he was just saying like. Um, go to those people. Hey, if you have a question about like what's going on with them, you know, like if they're flopping on the floor or or I'm um, on the speed or something like, if you have a question, go ask them what the Lord was doing. And usually it's something like really intimate and personal in their own life. The Lord's speaking to them, mm-hmm. and it's in an intimate and personal way. Yeah, that's good. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly? I have a question. So I went to Bethel, um, and I grew up on Earth Heights, and so it's you know, more of a charismatic background. Um, and you learn pretty quickly when you can feel like you can bring it up and when you can't and good old Baptist school. And I love Bethel, but, like, 
there are times when you can say this is the Holy Spirit and times when you maybe don't feel like you can do that. So how did you, like, my question is, how did you navigate that? And then um, how do we talk with believers about the Holy Spirit without sounding condescending or like, oh, you don't have this yet? Like, oh, you didn't grow mm-hmm. up with this? Like, yeah. <laughs> without it coming off like a condemning, yeah. I mean, like how, and, and even trusting, like, um, God, are they at this point yet or not? I mean, how did you walk that line at, at Bethel, for instance? Um, yeah, I guess like at Bethel, for the most part, like it was, I guess most of the time, like I didn't really talk about it too much, like I just talk about Jesus, and um, I guess, because at first I was like super on fire, I was like, yeah, I'm going to tell everyone about this, and I did, and it, like it offended some people, and it was, um, it was, yeah, it wasn't good, it was kind of like, it almost, like you said, it kind of became like a, like a club thing, like, I'm, this is me, and um, it should be you kind of thing, and I think, the, like, I guess for me that was kind of thing, is like, I just kind of, I really had just kind of be sensitive to them and like listen to see what the Holy Spirit said. Like, am I supposed to talk? That, that's the biggest thing is just listening to the Holy Spirit and seeing what He's saying. And so, like, for most of the time, I just talked about Jesus. Like, I didn't talk about the Holy Spirit as much. Like, sometimes I did. But I think the biggest thing for that, too, was um, <coughs> just like introducing Him the way that he, He'd come to me as far as like He just wants a relationship and that's who He is. I think so many times people are so open to the Holy Spirit they knew who He really was. Like, if, people, if we knew who the Holy Spirit really was, like, every single person would be longing to be His friend and be longing to know Him because, like, that's who He is. It's just so often, like, people have wrong images put up. Mm-hmm. So I think if people really knew who the Holy Spirit was, like, every single person would be longing to know him, be, like, be running after it. And so that's the biggest thing, is just, like, saying, like, this is who the Holy Spirit really is. And I think just introducing him, yeah, like, as, as, a, as my friend, like, as a relation, like, as someone who wants a relationship with me, and not as uh, kind of a weird, like, this is my new superpower. <laughs> you know? Not as, like, look what I can do now, but, like, this is, this is the Holy Spirit, and, like, he, he, like, he's my, like, he loves me, and that's who he is. Um, and just like, yeah, just being real and saying like, this is who he really is. Speak from personal experience. That's one thing I learned. I also graduated from Buffalo, and I would say speak from personal experience because that's yeah, people true. will tend yeah. not to argue with you if you're talking from, I, you know, I've been here, I've experienced this. They're not gonna say no, you didn't, you know. <laughs> but if you if you start talking on a purely theological ground, yeah, there people don't agree on this, and, and you're gonna get stuck there. So Good. usually, I focused on personal experience and, and that side of things because. I just want to add something from a personal experience of being one of those people that doesn't know much about the Holy Spirit until recently. And I, I just, the Holy Spirit is such an experiential thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the biggest thing for people who aren't familiar with the Holy Spirit is for them to experience Him through us. Yeah. You know, the Holy Spirit is your ally yes. in yeah. um, in introducing people to Himself because, yeah. like, yeah. the Holy Spirit gives you a love for people that wasn't there before. Right. The Holy Spirit gives you, like, um, you know, ways to speak into people's lives and encourage them that weren't there before. And so, when people start experiencing the supernatural love of God through you in these practical mm-hmm. ways. Maybe they're going to start wondering, and then you have an open door. That's right. But if you start off the bat by saying, oh, this isn't something you've experienced, let me tell you about it, you know, I would have, I probably did get offended a few times. Mm -hmm. So, but I also had people that were like speaking into my life and loving me in ways that I hadn't been loved, and so 
the Holy Spirit kind of won me over. That's good, Lydia. That's good, Lydia. That's good, Lydia. When, when we were early on meeting with a group of, of servant leaders, we asked, what what are we seeing God do here? What do we want God to do at Communitas? And I remember what Karen said and what Carrie said. Uh, they said, an encounter with God. So what we desire for and what we have seen is that people come here, all different experiences of the Holy Spirit, and in the worship and in the teaching and the prayer, they encounter God. Any of you new people here who are new here tonight who feel that in some way you've encountered God? Yeah. So when that happens, it, the arguments quickly drop, don't they? Let's transition now. Paul, what? I have one thing. Um, I've been walking with the Holy Spirit for probably about 10 years now because I grew up in a Pentecostal church. Um, when I first got in, I had all the questions that everyone has had. And the guy that mentored me through it, he told me to think of the Holy Spirit as someone that enhances or um, basically elevates your relationship or intimacy with God. Good. And it, he enhances your gifts, um, your discernment, your um, everything. Mm -hmm. um, and it grows even more as you develop it more and more in your life and you spend time and he's like take a relationship with a man between a man and a woman to elevate that relationship they go to marriage and mm -hmm. marriage they cons consummate basically that's basically with the Holy Spirit is that Good. you're consummating your marriage to God with the Holy Spirit Good. Good. Paul can I quickly add one thing okay um the Holy Spirit is not the spirit of confusion. Yeah. Okay. And also, um, my experience with the Holy Spirit is also the spirit of conviction. It convicts you of what you're doing wrong. And um, and joy comes from that obedience. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, and, and it empowers you. And when people, um, you know, the Bible says, "By their fruits you will know them." So, like, um, you know, and, and uh, that's Paul, like Paul was saying, like, you should test every spirit. Don't forget first, you know, yes, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of love. Through his love, you know, you know, you know, um, you know, Christ died for us and everything like that. But also the joy of having the Holy Spirit is like it tells you right from wrong. You know, like, you know, when you're, when you're, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're committing sin, the Holy Spirit will turn you from that. And when you obey, you know, the joy of the Lord will become your strength. So, um, you know, just let you know, it's always good to have that balance of, of the Holy Spirit, you know. Love, great and dandy. Yes, the Holy Spirit is here right now in our midst. And the love is the unity that we have, and it's here. I mean, as we're talking, you guys take a deep breath. That's the Holy Spirit. He's right here with you. But at the same time, you know, it cleanses you. It purges you. And, and it, 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 it enables you to be able to walk in the path of Christ. So. Good. So let's, uh, let's pray together. Jesus said, If you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? It's just, we're going to ask. Wherever you are, if you desire more, of the Holy Spirit. He desires gifts. 
You're not offending the Lord if you ask for something that He's already said He wants to give you. Yeah. He's not insulted. He's encouraged. If you don't get it, I'd ask again. <laughs> That's what a child would do. An adult might say, I don't think God wants me to have it. <laughs> a child would say, hey, I'm going to go for it. That's what my kids do with me. That's what they did with me. When they didn't get something the first time, they just kept at it until they got it. And can I add so, that like, if you don't get it the first time, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. That's what I got when I first you know, when I first prayed for the gift of the Spirit and just for that. I thought something was wrong with me. But it just that, that wasn't the right time for me to be entrusted with the things that he was going to bless me with through that. So, or he may be giving you his spirit, but it might not look like yeah. what you thought it was going to look like. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think the Lord says no to us and says, no, I'm not going to give you my spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we ask for more of the Lord, like he gives us he gives more of himself. Yeah. Every time we ask to be filled with the spirit, he fills us with his spirit. So I just want to distinguish that. Yeah. We're talking about like a gift and not like if we're asking for the Holy Spirit, we receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, like, we might not receive a specific gift or start walking in a specific gift right away, and that's okay because we have the Holy Spirit, and that's what really what we want, right? Yeah. We're not seeking after a specific gift or like tool. We're seeking after a relationship with the Lord and seeking to grow closer to Jesus, and that's why we want the Holy Spirit. Right? Yeah. 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 If you guys didn't hear that, Tim said too is um, like the biggest thing is like when we ask the Holy Spirit to come, like first of all, like yeah, like I said, like He's the one coming after us. Like we're not trying to convince Him. Like He's He's begging to just to be our friend. And there's He's not going to say no. He never says no. He's just waiting for us to say okay, I'm ready to to know you. And um, the thing is like the biggest thing is we just want to know Him. And the biggest thing we ask like Holy Spirit, like we just want to be your friend. Is like we just want to be like yeah, we want to be friends with Him. We want to know His love. We want to know Him. And the gifts of the Spirit will come. Like the gifts will come. Like He'll He'll teach us about himself, and he'll teach us about his heart, he'll teach us how to prophesy, and teach us how to do all this different stuff. But the biggest thing he wants is just to just to come into us and just reveal himself to us, reveal his heart to us. So that's the biggest thing. Um, yeah, it's just he wants just to know us. And the gifts will come later if we, um, in, in, in the time in the, yeah. that he has for us. Um, but the biggest thing is just like we want him to come and know him. And that's the most important thing for him, too, is that we're seeking after him. Yeah. And yeah. that's our pursuit. Yeah. That's what he wants. Like, yep. he doesn't see us differently if we start speaking in tongues or if we pray yeah. for someone and they're healed. Like, his love for us remains the same. He wants our heart. He wants, you know, to capture our heart. So Absolutely. Yeah. Just take a moment now and tell the Lord what you want. Speak in your heart to him. Lord, we don't have a lot of experience in loving you. We, we don't know a lot about loving you. And maybe some are a little afraid now, wondering what's going on, what's happening. Would you come with your comfort and your peace? We don't have to figure something out now. We're little kids. We don't have to figure it out. And we don't have to make something happen. 
We don't have to get in the right mood, in the right posture. We're not talking about technique. We're not talking about a formula. Putting it in the right way so that we get the right results. This is a relationship. That's what Andy talked about. And so we would like to upgrade our relationship with you. We would like to be closer to you than we were last week, last month. And so we want to give you more of ourself tonight. Say, take us. Take more of us. And we want more of you. And Holy Spirit, we're sorry that we haven't understood you well. And sometimes we wondered. But we say, please, have your way in our body, in our life. We want to think the thoughts that you give us. We want to touch people with your love and power, not with our own. And like Tim said, when we ask for the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes. And when we pray, come Holy Spirit, it seems like that's the quickest prayer that we've seen answered. So we're just going to say now, come Holy Spirit. Come. Come Holy Spirit. Come and blow through His flame. Come and stir in our hearts. Stir in our hearts in a fresh way. Thank you for what you did for Andy. And uh, increase the passion in his life for Jesus. What good fruit. Holy Spirit, please produce good fruit in our lives of words and actions that are fitting of a follower of Jesus Christ. And release the gifts in us so that we can demonstrate your life to others, so we can show your power. Yeah. Release gifts tonight, O oh God. Come and anoint people. Like pour oil on them and just refresh them. Yeah, if you want to, you can just pray too. Like, just say, Holy Spirit, like, I want to know you. Um, it's okay, you can say, like, I'm scared, like, I don't get this, this doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm scared of it too, but I know, like, I know that, yeah, you can just say, like, Holy Spirit, I want to know you. Um, and, like, He will, like he'll, like, he'll break down all the walls, He'll break down all the fear. It's not our job to, um, to get rid of all the fear, to get rid of all that stuff. Just say, like, Holy Spirit, I want to know you. And, like, I want this. And, like, I might be scared, but it's okay, because He's, He's the one who's coming to, like, He's coming to, like, He'll take it away. He'll fix it. He'll... Every doubt you have, every every fear you have, everything, every question you have, like he'll, he'll soothe it away, he'll take it away. That's that's just who he is. That's what he does. He just loves us, and he just fixes all the problems. He just fixes everything. Mm-hmm. It's all on him. It's not on us. <laughs> like he took it all on himself because he wanted to. Like he wanted to make this whole thing his responsibility. This whole thing. Like he like he took it all on himself. There's no there's no pressure on us. Mm-hmm. I believe he wants to do miracles. Well, well, we ask him to come. So if, if uh, you need healing, healing in your heart, or healing in your body, uh, and you want you want to ask somebody close to you, pray for me for healing in my heart. Maybe you have a broken heart. The Bible says He heals the broken heart and binds up their wounds. We pray, Lord, that in this holy moment, that you would heal people. That you would touch bodies. 
you touch spirits. on the behalf of me and the church, Father, the way we've looked at manifestations and sought maybe the manifestations or the gifts of, of your spirit rather than your personhood. And so, God, I just ask that um, we would just have the freedom to, Lord, whatever whatever manifestation happens, Father, if we're weeping, if we're just still, if we're just quiet, if we're laughing, um, whatever, God, that we would just have the freedom to do that and not try to look for the manifestations. You know, we repent for making things so complex, God. Um, for just trying to be so grown up, God. Um, like we're, we're standing in dad's big suit or mom's high heels. Um, it's not meant for us, God, so we take those things off. God, we ask that you would help us turn around barefoot, God. Um, and who we are, Father, too. Um, in freedom experience your Holy Spirit in a way that we haven't, the way that we've been um, held down by shoulds and ought tos and um, in, in ways to look more distinguished and to have things figured out and have a wider vocabulary. God, we lay all that down. Yeah. Um, we just say that we want your spirit yeah. in a new way. Um, and God, we want to be undignified before you. God, we yes, Lord. David, um, just in Come freedom, dancing before you. God, that's what we want. So I lay down, Father. I repent of making things so stuffy and so adult-like. God, and I just pray... In the name of Jesus, for a childlike faith. Yes, Lord. Yes. For a childlike faith. Yes. Yes. Jesus, God. And every second we try to pick up mom's purse or dad's briefcase, um, we just put it back down, God, yes. and we ask that you would help us to be a child before you. Yes. God, I agree that we wouldn't grow up in the name of Jesus. We wouldn't be bound by, um, by all the things that we think we should look like, God. Um, but that just in simplicity, we would be before you, God, that things would be concrete and they'd be simple, God, that we would just delight in you and not have to analyze and not have to question, God, um, but just to release those things, God. So I pray that you do that in my heart and in our hearts. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. 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 Oh, wonderful. Yes, Lord, and I just pray, God, that you just help us all just to to lighten up, Father, and just to allow you, Father, your, your spirit to work and us just to lay down. Father, you are the potter, we are the clay. Yes, Lord. Just ask it, God, that we would be soft, God, and moldable for you. Mm -hmm. You would make us and shape us how you want us to be. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> 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 
interpretation of the tongue earlier from Paul is just, just fret not, my dog. No worries, my Lord. Lord, I thank you that the Bible says that we have every spiritual blessing in heaven. And Father, as we leave this place tonight, I just pray that we wouldn't leave those spiritual blessings here. God, but we would know that as we go out, as we look at ourselves in the mirror, we would know how much you've blessed us, how much of yourself you want to give us. Thank you for showing me how much I was trying to control you and help me to continue to not control the situations, but to just let you be free to do your thing. Yeah, and you can just be real with them too. You can just say whatever you want, whatever's on your heart. Like just be real with them. Whatever it is, just uh, don't like act like you. <laughs> you don't have to act like everything's under control. Like everything is, um, like you like you're okay with everything. You can you can tell them what's up. You can tell them like exactly what's going on in your heart. You can just be real with them and just be honest and like be open and say this is what's going on and whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing and nothing and nothing can take your joy away. Nothing. Nothing. You are amazing. You are awesome. You are unbelievable. You are. You are. You are. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible in you. Nothing. And so, Holy Spirit, we drink you in. We take you in. We say yes to you. We say, yes, now you come. We won't try to control you. We'll let you have your way. We want to go to sleep tonight thinking your thoughts. We want to wake up thinking the thoughts that you give us. We want to be led by you. We want you to influence us the way we conduct ourselves. And thank you that when we ask for more, you give us more. And we want to be in a position of desperation each day where we're asking, okay, I'm going into this test, or I'm going into this assignment, or I'm going into this store, and you're leading the way, and I am following. What we do here is we continue to pray in this room. There's maybe prayer going on in other rooms, but this is mainly our prayer room. And so after we finish, then uh, there's food out on the table. There's an offering plate for anyone who wants to give. That doesn't go to anybody here unless they are going on a mission trip, perhaps. Then they might get some. But we give it away, and we use it for uh, buying food and helping people. So you're welcome to give if you want to. And if you want to stay and receive or give prayer, We'll use this for our place to prayer, to pray. It takes a little while to transition, but if you don't, rather than talking in here and breaking into conversations in here, if you go out, then it makes it easier for us to just move right into prayer. So.
Thank you, Father, for a good night. Yes. Thank you for joy and worship. Yes. Thank you for how fun it is to be together with other people who are going in the same direction. Thank you for what you did for Andy, for opening yeah. him up to yeah. your life Blessing, in a Jesus. fresh way, for increasing his passion for you. Yeah. Thank you for what you're doing in each of us yeah. as we say yes to you. Keep doing it. Just keep doing it. If you want to give it a try on Friday, we'll be here at 7. And then next Friday, we'll be back here. Uh, you, know, you might want to bring a sleeping bag. But sign up in advance so we can buy food for you. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to come. Like, we're all bad at prophecy, but this is really good. So that's how we do it. If you wanted to sign the clipboard and have them sign it, yeah, do it. If you want a specific gift and you want somebody to pray and ask with you, that's okay too. Oh, stop. <laughs>